Hey, what's up, my metal brothers and sisters? This is Max Kolesny, and I play drums for the death metal trio, Christian from Brazil. And you're listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. Look like a caveman. That's, <laughs> that's me. Caveman that's okay. That's how Bruce, have you looked at? All Bruce? right, man. Have you looked at Bruce today? He doesn't look much. I mean, yeah, you look both, better than we're him. Both, both cavemen. <laughs> you don't have to Speaking take that here. from him. You're the I, I have no hair, so. All right, it's all good, man. man. I have no good. hair, so you're, I don't even. I want you. Y'all look good, man. So, <laughs> so Christian. I am a hardcore fan. I've loved you from whenever Alex has even been in my cookbook. I've uh, we've seen you a whole awesome. bunch of times on seventy thousand tons. Love you guys. All wow. I can say is new record Mortem Solus. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Great. Great. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Sorry. Can you tell him a fan? Appreciate that, man. <laughs> Appreciate love- that, man. So War Blood Hammer, the single is absolutely incredible. What's been the response to it so far? Yeah, it's been great, man. It, it's been really great. Um, you know, death metal fans. I guess that that's what they love to to listen to, like a straight forward, pure death metal, old school and raw and savage. You know, we we try to to bring back all the 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 true essence of Christian, the real elements that that, that makes Christian to be what Christian is. Right. You know, like straightforward and inspired and old school and all that, all of that. So I, I guess the, the our fans they 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 truly love it. You know, that was the first thing I noticed about about the single is every like we listen to a lot of metal on this podcast because we're a metal podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too, and, man. I, I listen all the And time. everyone everyone is always everyone's always sending us metal and we have metal like metals in our blood. Yeah. But all all of the metal that's coming up right now has a very particular and I don't mean to sound rude to a lot of the bands. I, yeah. I like them, but the recordings they sound very cookie cutter. Like, exactly. I they're agree. using the same drum samples, yeah. the same yeah, guitar yeah. synths, the same mixers, the same. Yeah. Like, it all sounds yeah, yeah. the same. I turned your record on and I was like suddenly back in like 2000, but with cool, a, with yeah. a modern, with a modern track. I agree, know? man. I agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think we, we, we are, the thing is uh, most of bands, they, they just, they follow the same, uh, the same formula when it comes to recording and even writing music, because a lot of bands, they have one guitar player writing music to a drum machine or a computer and then when they go record uh they they record to a click nothing against a click but like a 99 percent of the bands record to a click i have nothing against that but we don't do that wow and and most of bands after recording they they put everything to uh, you know to like a, a grid where you make everything perfect so the drummer the drums, even when the drummer is very skilled and fast and all of that, when they when you put him to to a grid, he sounds like a like a machine, like a computer. So everybody, that's why everybody sounds the same, you know, same, the same patterns, the same uh, speed. Everybody is, is it is as tight as a machine. Right. So me personally, as a fan, a metal fan, I'm old school metal fan. I like to hear the the human flow, you know, like a. A little mistakes here and there, you know, because the, you know the playing. When you see a band live, even you can be the, the fastest, whatever. I don't care about that, but you know, it's about playing real music. 
right. you know i, I want to hear the the you know the the human playing you know that's why uh maybe that's why we sound a little bit different from most of the those new recordings we when i record the drums i was actually with the other guys in the same room looking at each other like uh, we felt like we we're practicing the songs you know so we try to to get uh, this vibe of a live show or a prep or a rehearsal or just a garage like we're playing together sweating in a garage and having fun and you know feel the the, the vibe you know that's why you know uh it, it sounds different you know I, really... a lot of, I know some some of the newer fans they don't like it they, they're like ah it's not it's not very tight it's not very clean whatever you know but that's what we like to to hear some really? rawness yeah, even the tom yeah. sounds they have a lot of that mid-range that so many metal yeah. bands just suck right out you know yeah it's all samples there are a lot of bands they use a lot of samples they sample everything so just yeah, to me but... it kills the vibe yeah and as a drummer it shocks me to hear that you don't use a click i was just like wow. no we don't, we don't use a click i know it's it's weird because a lot of people say ah, why don't you use a click and I'm, maybe i'm lazy i don't know man maybe no i don't think <laughs> but so it's a, but it's a bad thing because the thing is we are three brothers and we played together for so many years and we while we were writing the songs writing the music we're you know together in our practice room and just we practice so much like what looking at each other and you know and you know so oh, it was the same vibe when it comes to recording like man maybe you don't need a click let's do the same way we do in our practice room it As makes said, it more real, I think, and more organic for sure. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very organic. I as know long, the music as, is never. As long as ahead. the drummer's good. Not, not so good. I mean, all right. Well, the drummer's <laughs> pretty for good. Old, <laughs> for, for an old fart of uh, 48 years old, I'm doing all right. Yes, thanks. Didn't notice. And like, a lot of people forget too, like, the Beatles didn't use a click. The Stones didn't use a click. Zeppelin yeah. didn't use a click. Sabbath didn't use a click. Yeah, like, yeah. Clicks didn't become a thing really until yeah. like the eighties. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. And even if you listen, even to like a, even if you if you if you listen to all the, the metal classics from the eighties, like uh, like the more extreme, like you know we we're talking about more extreme music, yeah. like uh, you know Raining Blood, Darkness Descends, or uh, Ride the Lightning, or Seven Churches, and you know pleasure to kill and all those classics none of none of of them have a click yeah you're like a, you know very organic very i, I like, find it refreshing honestly yes cool. yeah same same for me man because as as you said before everybody is doing the same thing when it comes to recording and it gets kind of same thing at, at a point when you you hear all those new recordings right so mortem solace that's your 12th record did you ever imagine you'd still be doing this i mean this is kind of an extreme path do you ever imagine it'd still be going yeah yeah it's hard man uh when i was like a 20 years old uh, i never thought like what could be in uh like uh, let's say 30 years or something you know we never know you know because it's very physical it's very demanding you know to keep playing this kind of music but nowadays we feel great you know like still we're still, you know, able to play that music, and we're so excited, so re-energized that we we're ready to go, man. You know, uh, but I mean, uh, you, I never really thought about it, like uh, what could be, you know, after 
30 years playing this kind of music because it's it's you know besides the the age when you, you keep playing this kind of music for so many years is it you can get uh, some injuries like a knee or a elbow or singers right. and healthy playing this kind of music for so long well I, I, yeah we, we yeah. kind of take care of it I even think of the guitar player from Therian who like completely busted his neck from headbanging. Really? You know? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's why he was in a neck brace on 70,000 tons of metal. He busted yeah. his same, neck from uh, headbanging. The same Tomaraya from Slayer. Just really? Just all his uh, neck. Oh, wow. Just of, from headbanging. Yeah. Right. yeah. The I guess of that's the one of the reasons, one of the reasons why he, he, wa he wanted to quit playing because he got this thing on his neck and he could not had bang anymore wow i didn't know that yeah it's, yeah it's, it's brutal man it's brutal especially on stage man go on stage and go crazy you don't you don't really think about tomorrow you know just go and <laughs> right, right. ready to die yeah, the people in front of you you're rocking and you're like ah it's yeah. just one more time yeah, just go, one yeah. more time yeah yeah so my next question for you then would be death of the sun is there a, a meaning or something behind the, the title that you want your fans to take away from yeah yeah it's very it's like apocalyptic message it's the death of the sun is the is the end of life the ruin and the fall of the empires and the monuments built by man you know might be like churches or whatever you know everything that man has constructed during the whole history has been built on blood on sacrifices on bloodshed on death so it's it it has always been like this, and so it, there's always uh, like apocalyptic winds must come to 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 take down, take it all down, you know, because we are uh, man. It's it's pure evil, and everything that's all the mo mo monuments and everything that man has built here, it's basically has to come to an end. And so it's the end of life. It's apocalypse. It's coming and destroying everything. Wow, that's dark, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like where we're living now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can see it. So, man, it's so it's so you know we never change, man. Humankind is a self-destructive species. You know, like right now we're speaking here, and, and there's like a people killing each other for whatever for uh, beliefs, races, or you know, stupid politicians are like. Uh, piece of shit leaders that are considered to be leaders that are just just dropping bombs on innocent people and still is happening right now yes. oh, yeah. true, and you see this shit still happening it's mind it's mind-numbing and it's fucking yeah. brutal it's sad it's so brutal man yeah i really appreciate the honesty of this interview yeah <laughs> oftentimes people skirt around questions you know but you're like no nah, yeah. this is what it's about i love that and well, I thanks, think man. I think that's part of the death metal genre, really. You know, like to be honest, yeah. And shine yeah. a light back and say, "Here, here's what's going on." And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. not not too very different than maybe from the '60s, where they were speaking to the generation and the war and the and yeah, the yeah. I see that sometimes, especially in metal, some 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 of the bands, some of the, the guys that play in bands, they are afraid to to speak their minds because they don't want to lose they don't want to lose their fans because fans they, they, they have so many different ways to think nowadays like uh, even like in polit politics some are right some are left whatever and people are afraid to speak their minds because they're afraid to lose their fans and so that's very fake 
you know, if you if you act like this, you know, trying to pretend pretending that you are this badass guy, evil, whatever, but you're afraid to speak to speak the truth, afraid to speak what you think. Yeah. Very cool. This yeah. is I love this interview. <laughs> Just like honestly, it's it's amazing. Um, do you guys have any tour plans coming up? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We actually um uh, next Sunday uh, on August seventh, we're gonna it's gonna be the release show for Morton Solis here in Sao Paulo City, and they're wow. gonna be open for the Cavalera Brothers. Max oh and my God! Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Ah, they're gonna ah. they're playing the the Roots, the Roots album. No. So yeah. like so like how how many minutes did it take to sell that show out? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's a very kind of uh, yeah fast. Yeah, like was yeah. it minutes or was it seconds? That's the nah, question. No. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Man. There yeah. is definitely is a sold out a, show for sure, man. Oh yeah, and there is a massive, massive metal scene in Sao Paulo. It's like unknown yeah. of anywhere else. I think. Yeah, Sao Paulo is huge, man, and all the shows here are always good, man. We play, I want to. I want to see. We it. may. We we can play a lot of shows in Sao Paulo in the same year, and still are. Packed. The shows are still packed. We keep playing like uh, I don't know, few shows in a year. So why? Because, do you, you know, it's sorry. So, I, was gonna, I was gonna say like so. There are certain pockets in the world where that are known for you know metal. You've got Norway known for black metal, and you've got you know um, Sweden for power metal, whatever. But why do you think uh, death metal or the heavier stuff is so massive down in in your neck of the woods? Oh man, I think because. Um, a lot of the great great bands uh, from, especially from the eighties here, like uh, Sarcophago, Sepultura, um, uh and uh, many many bands uh, like uh, Dorsal Atlantica. That a lot of people, you know, outside Brazil, they don't know about these bands. But uh, the the scene here was basically in the eighties uh, was uh, was uh, made by a lot of uh, extreme bands. There's like Sarcophago is a band from, uh, you know, 80, they started in 85 or 86. And they, they are one of the first bands ever to have like blast beats, you know, I mean, during the whole album, you know, like intense and constant blast beats, very raw, you know, very old school, but still they are this black death metal band that they were playing blast beats back in the, you know, mid eighties. Wow. And not many bands were doing that before them, you know. And it was they all a lot of bands from, from Norway, whatever. So, you know, we grew up here seeing and, you know, uh, and listening to a lot of extra bands. You know, that's why, you know, and then we came later, you know, after Sarcophagos and then Christian, you know, beginning in the mid, mid-90s. So we just made the whole thing, the whole extreme scene even stronger. But, right. but you see, like in Brazil, all kinds of metal are huge, man. Here, like uh, traditional heavy metal, fresh metal, or death metal, you know, everything. If, if you have, you know, those bands that play here in Brazil, that's where all, I need ki- all kinds of metal, they, it's always a good thing here. So, well, I, I always show. see I always see bands on tour in Brazil, and it's just jammed with people yeah. losing their minds, like you yeah. know, Epica to Arch Enemy to yeah, exactly. yeah. All kinds Iron of metal Maiden are, are to yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just jammed yeah. full of people that love metal. Yeah, Iron Man is like gods here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play every year. 
I remember seeing a famous Kiss show in Sao Paulo that had like millions or hundreds of oh, thousands yeah. of people. Exactly. It was the, the right in the end of the pandemic. Kiss play here for like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So many people in stadium, full stadium. I need to, to live there. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's not, it's not so good here to have this shitty piece of shit president, but things will be better in October when the the new election is going to happen. Is that Bolsonaro? Yeah, the guy is a piece of shit, man. Do you think he's going to get booted? Ever. Do you think he's getting booted? I hope so, man. You guys call him like the uh, Brazilian Trump, right? Yeah, but he's even, I don't, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but he's even worse, man, because he's, he's Trump's little bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's Trump's little bitch. Whatever. I don't know he, much he about what he's done. I think I saw some stuff about the rainforest going down oh, yeah, he, and yeah he does a lot of bad things he he talks a lot of shit man he's just like a the wrong guy you know i don't know you know it's it, it was a lot of uh, fake news and all the shit so that that's why a lot of people voted yeah on him you know do you think like, people are getting more um attuned to what's reality and what's not reality i think so yeah i i i i think and i hope so man this time yeah. it's gonna I, gonna I, send him back to the shithole where he came from i really think that you know when people get a digital device you know like a phone or whatever there needs to be education that comes along with it on how to discern information exactly yeah, yeah. you know because if you give just someone a phone and feed them crap 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah what else are they going to know right, they're going to exactly back out. yeah yeah so. Yeah, it, it, education is the only key, man. It's the, the only way out to have a, a solid and, you know, like a good uh, good society, you know, when people have education, you know. And Absolutely. Not fucking just internet. It's just like a very superficial information you have and a lot of fake information. And people are getting lazy because they just see that the headlines and whatever they are in interested they just go for you know like uh superficial information people don't want to dig deep and people and are lazy you know nowadays and the algorithms of the internet constantly yeah. feed what you like yeah, exactly to yourself yes. so it's hard yes. to get out of that trap people don't yeah man a lot of people don't understand that you know yeah i think the younger generation probably does a little bit more but the older generation definitely definitely not yeah yeah, yeah. exactly i think that the younger generation uh, from what I see, they think um, a lot different from the other people. You know, they are yeah. more like uh, uh, open-minded, more like uh, real human beings. You know, they care about other people. They're, I don't know. I, I I hope and I see that the, the younger the younger generation thinks better, and they are, you know doing something better for, you know, for the future. I hope you're I right. hope so. the, the, This is going to sound weird coming from an old guy like me, but I have faith in the youth, man. <laughs> you say exactly. I have faith on the youth, man. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Well, more now than ever. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. More now than ever. So uh, I didn't mean to derail it. Do you guys no. have any tour tour plans for the U.S. or? Sure, man. Uh, in, uh, in September and October, we're going to be touring uh, North America, U.S. and Canada. Nice. With revocation, oh. alluvial, and uh, inoculation. 
I can't believe this tour and it's coming nowhere near me. What? Is yeah. it going to Baltimore? No. I didn't, I didn't is Baltimore on there? I'm not sure, man. I have to check. I the didn't dates, see it, but... but I was very upset. I saw the routing and I was like, holy shit, they're not coming. That's a massive tour. Yeah. Yeah, let me look. Yeah, I have to I have to look on the dates, man, but I'm not sure if no, I'm looking at it right now. I didn't now. see anything that was near me, but very wow. Yeah, you know, maybe you could do something about that for us. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah definitely, definitely we, we are already uh working uh on uh, booking a uh, next tour uh okay. for next year. So hopefully Yeah, I know it doesn't come near us. Baltimore. Now it's not here. And I was very disturbed. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the next one next year. Or maybe. But you're playing Montreal, and Montreal is a crazy metal city, as you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love Montreal, man. So here's here's sending it out into the ocean. Maybe we'll see you on the boat in January. Oh, yeah. The 70,000. Yeah. I would love to play there again, man. We would love, I would love to see you there again. Oh man! Because so, like I'm, de- I'm definitely time. going, man. They haven't announced oh, anything man. yet, but I'm going. Yeah, we're all there. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we're gonna be there too, man. Right. I gotta ask you, what was it like playing on the boat for you the first time you did it? Not not the second or third time, but the very so, first time. So the first time you did it was the small theater, right? Oh yeah, it was the, the the first time we played was the the barge hellboat. Oh. Okay. Before. Uh, because yeah, they, they had two boats, uh, the the seventy thousand tons of metal and right. the barge twelve. I missed the barge, which was like a barge barge twelve was just extreme bands, right? And uh, seventy thousand tons of and now they get everything together in one boat, yes, which is yeah. much better. Yeah. And uh, well, first time I was so excited. It was just like such a new experience for me, you know. And uh, actually, to play sometimes it's kind of weird because sometimes the you know the, the boat is moving and kind of lose uh, balance, you know, but Whatever, man. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll even even if I don't play as good as I would play in a, in, you know, like in a, in a normal club. Yeah, I don't care. We're we're all there for the fun, man. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Man, and fun it was. And have a good time. So it's seventy. Great... So at seventy thousand doesn't matter. You're constantly surrounded by fans, right? Like, yeah. So like, what was is that kind of intimidating at first? No, no, not at all. No, just a bunch of friends, man, just seeing each other. People are and, all nice. Now, here's the question. Here's the real question. How many beers did you get given to you on day one? Oh, man. Hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because every yeah, fan is thing, like, man. oh, I love this guy. I'll buy him a beer. And then yeah, next- that's the thing, man. It's hard. One thing is hard to stay sober in the boat. <laughs> yeah. Chris doesn't even try. I don't even yeah. try. But like, <laughs> yeah. I've watched I've watched band members walking around and they're like, Four beers in a hand, and another guy's like, "Have another one." They're yeah. like, "I can't." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only the only time I I try to stay sober is before playing. I need yeah. a, you know a few hours like stay sober and, yeah. and do a good show. I and then it after would that, slow you oh, down, right? Yeah. Man, that would that would fuck me up, man. A few beers yeah. before playing would be like a sound like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Like bass bass drums farting. <laughs> Here's a blast beat. <laughs> a fast beat. On a whole no, a meeting. fart beat. <laughs> it's not a blast beat. It's a fart beat. You rock, my friend. Dude, that was a great that one. That was great. That was Thank great. You.
Thank you so Thank much you, for taking the time and for all the great Thank music. you, guys. No joke. It I, was a pleasure. Blood of Lions, that record sits in my constant replay. I love that record. So I'm, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate I that. I appreciate what it's you guys honor, do. Man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope to see you guys on the road, maybe on the boat, man. Yeah. You got it, one. dude. But you got to buy us a beer. No, no, I'll what? buy him a beer. Fuck that. Right, and then right. he's gonna buy I me buy a beer. beer too for you, man. <laughs> so good. Take care, All my right. friend. All right, be Cheers, well, brothers. Later. Bye bye. Later, man. Later. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.